distinct. It's always better when there's sandworms. Tremors is on Netflix, by the way. So <laughs> oh, Christmas time! I know what I'ma do. Yep, it's right there. It's in all occasions. It's like you just lost someone you love. You watch Tremors. You had the best day of your life. You watch Tremors. Christmas. You watch Tremors. I feel like Tremors does give you that like that tingly feeling that Christmas. It's the vibrations under the ground. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I wasn't here last week, but the week before that, we were talking about Bernard and the Santa Claus. And I'd like to let you all know that I have now watched all three of the Santa Claus movies because there are three of them. (laughs) Bernard, sadly, is not in the last one. So that's mildly tragic. But it has Martin Short, which totally makes up for it. Oh, yeah, that's a good trade-off. Yeah, yeah. I think I watched it, but I couldn't tell you what it was about. There, that's the one that has, bad. like, the new kid in it, right? Or is it Well, he kid? was in he was in the second one. So in the first oh, one, yeah. we have Bernard. The second one, we have Bernard and Clint or Cliff. Or the kid with the scratchy voice. Kirk or whatever it is. And then he, yeah. in the third one, you don't have Bernard, but you have the other guy. Okay. Are any of these movies worth watching in 2020? Maybe the first one. I would say the first one. Santa Claus is a pretty solid Christmas movie. Yeah, the second one and third one you could definitely live without. And they're definitely, I would say the second and the third ones are geared towards like small kids, like young kids. Not like tiny, but definitely young. Whereas the first one, I feel like they kind of made it for adults and kids. Yeah. Have you watched Prancer yet this year, Ashley? You know, I haven't been in quite that dark of a space yet, but I'll get there. (laughs) (laughs) Prancer is amazing, but it is depressing. You know, I was watching TikTok, and this is what made me think of Prancer. I was watching TikTok, and somebody was doing the meme where it was like, what makes you cry no matter what? And I, it's always either Homeward Bound or or Littlefoot or something. But this time, it was the thing that always makes me cry. And it just played the scene, the ending scene from Black Beauty. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was literally sobbing. Like, I'm watching TikTok. Instantly. Fully it's like you, instant. you don't need, like, a build-up to it or anything. It's just, like... No cue the trigger it was it was when he gets like yeah is at the end and he like sees this boy and he's like it's me i'm here uh, i'm dirty help me and i was just like <laughs> shadow and then i was like you know what's another good one with animals prancer 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 but prancer has the girl who was in jurassic park and in Tremors, she is in Prancer. It all comes full circle it's in that, our family. It's, a, it's that sh- Yeah, exactly. She brought there, us... There's a... Yeah. Method to the madness. Such amazing. Wait, so she was only in three movies, and then she quit acting forever. Kind, kind of, kind yeah. Of. <laughs> no, she was in three holiday movies. <laughs> <laughs> holiday exactly. Movies. Thank Tremors. you. Jurassic Mary Park. Tremors, miss. 
Um, speaking of vibrations in the ground, I need to start um, Buckheap Radio, where the vibrations are from inside the walls. Did that work? Mm. What? It was a stretch. A stretch. <laughs> we'll, Let's we'll, consult the comedy gods. We'll tolerate it, barely. Oh. All right. <clears throat> Insert dramatic eye rolls here. Welcome. Did nope. everyone choose? Nope. nope. Oh, I'm going to interrupt you every time you start. <laughs> Welcome to Buckkeep Radio. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be this jar. Go ahead, Rachel. I'm going to be this jar of honey. Whatever. Oh, it's a lantern. A lantern. It's all black and white on my page. I don't really understand why oh. it's not going It's black and white on mine, too. I don't understand. Well, I fucked up. Oh. I guess I need to, like, upgrade my fault. drive or something. Yeah. No, mine's the, fresh. Mine's hot to trot. I got that new new. It's the foolish motley. I guess. All right. It's our computers watched Prancer and they got that. It's the color. <laughs> um, actually, I do have a goal for us. Uh, we have to make references to things from the last fifteen years. I think it will be hard for us. <laughs> We're just not going to talk. <laughs> the last fifteen. Did we get mail? Years? Say I was going to do five, but then I was like, I haven't watched anything, so. Two thousand and five. I was in the college. I didn't even have I TV. Already, I have the Lord of that the was, Rings. Nothing happened after Lord of the Rings. That's nothing like... happened. Culture ended. You know that was the apex. <laughs> that was our last shred of optimism. Yeah. Do you <sighs> want to remember yeah. the last five years? No. Wait. They said fifteen. No, it was just I pick. I was going to say five, and then I realized that that was too hard, so I decided fifteen. But then that excluded oh. the last five. That doesn't. Nothing I don't good even happened. Like, and definitely. Yeah. All right. Fine. The Tiger Please King. continue with your prancer jokes. I know. Jokes. I brought King. it up. But... <laughs> that's all I have. Nineteen ninety-three or whenever that movie came out. <laughs> all right. I got to start. Fifteen I gotta start. years. I mean, that's since uh, high school for me. I was in college and 15 years ago. Yeah, same. Was it my, feels like, like that boat was stuck 15 years ago. I'll say what I want to say. Take that. Welcome to Bucky Radio. <laughs> We're coming to you from inside the walls. This is episode ah. 94, <laughs> Fool's Quest, chapters 13 through 16. And I am Rachel, a rereader. I'm Alyssa, a rereader. I'm Jenny, and I'm a rereader. I'm Eli, and I have read this before. I'm Ashley, and I'm a new reader. I'm Joey, a first-time audiobook listener. Okay, first up is corrections, omissions, and announcements. Announcements, it's been 20 years since Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> Moment of silence. We haven't seen anything since. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, I truly haven't watched those movies since they came out. So. What I realized on my 25th uh, viewing of the Colbert Report uh, <laughs> number one Truly video is that I would wear every single outfit in that video. And I don't think that I'm supposed to want to, but I, I want to. <laughs> um, including the potato on a chain that Samwise has. I think that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um 
also i'd like to do a shout out to recipes from buck uh for absolutely killing it this week uh constantly posting uh incredible food that i want to eat right now immediately or i will scream they always make me want stew it's just like they're good at stew bread and like <laughs> i'll say the bread always looks great yeah the reds and the browns so it always just looks like rich and just like i don't know it just looks like good food good soup made no. from oh. unprocessed things yeah well yeah be little i think what the last one i saw was like it was made of rose hips that were hand gathered it was like a jelly made of rose hips i was like all right okay i'm not gathering that's fancy yeah I simply don't have the time. <laughs> but it's nice to look at. If they would like to cater at Rogue Oh, yeah. Well, they'll do pop-ups. We'll do, like, yeah. a special, like, pop-up kind of situation. Where are they? Not this hemisphere, I, I feel. I feel like it's not this hemisphere. Okay. Yeah. I feel like Food there's looks a too European vibrant. quality to, to what they're doing. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on. Um, shout out um, to... Wait, we have another... Oh, so, okay, sorry. I was going to say we have another announcement. Because it's Rachel's birthday! Ooh, it's your birthday! <laughs> Will she edit that out or keep it in? <laughs> I'm, I'll reference it later it. on so uh -huh. she can. <laughs> <laughs> uh just in time for my birthday we have a new review on apple podcasts from i'm not 100 percent sure how to emphasize this username it's either alia c word or aliak weird <laughs> or ali alia c word yeah um, five stars <laughs> saying it's hard to move on after finishing all of Hobbes books, but it's inter it's so entertaining to see the books again through your eyes. Thanks for all the laughs. You're welcome. Hopefully. St. Alia. Yeah. C word. Uh, and next yeah. up we have, uh, uh, some listener mail from Ashley entitled DD versus caribou. And I, I mean, I think Ashley should read it because it's her. Okay. <laughs> Subject is Dee Dee versus Caribou. Dunkin' Donuts coffee is trash. Oh, my screen died. Hold wow. on. <laughs> Caribou. That's right. That's the donut's revenge. Caribou coffee is a delight. I learned this recently by purchasing both brands of coffee at the grocery store for an at-home brew. I bought caribou coffee first. It was delicious. When I ran out and went to the store to buy more, they were tragically out of the caribou coffee and the only decaf option because yes, I drink decaf. If it's um or it's for my mental health because me and caffeine is like fits on kerosene. So I tried to buy decaf, they didn't have it. The only option was Dunkin' fucking donuts. And let me tell you, that brown weird water tasted like dirt from my backyard it did not taste like coffee it was weak and pathetic it was gross and i couldn't even finish it i threw the grounds away because i couldn't even possibly it was like not drinking coffee but fear not dear listeners by the time i went back caribou was back in stock and now all is right in the world and so the lesson is dunkin donuts is actually good at something but it's not coffee they make a cereal and it's called mocha latte cereal. 
And it's Choco Coffee Puffs with marshmallows. These little creamy, little swirled marshmallows that are petrified just the way you like them. And those things, that is delicious. So what I propose is that Dunkin' Donuts gets completely out of the coffee game and stays strictly in the cereal game. And we all just drink our caribou coffee. Do you, should they keep all of the Dunkin' Donuts yeah, like but... like brick and mortars though, and just switch to cereal? Like we just we show up, we're going <laughs> through the drive-through, we're ordering. You know, I am not opposed to a Dunkin' Donuts donut hole. I don't like Dunkin' Donut donuts because they're cakey, but I like a cakey donut hole. So if they could do donut holes and cereals, we'd be okay. Well, that's. Uh... I mean, I agree, but <laughs> Alyssa's just okay. sent like an <laughs> underground <laughs> message to a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to a troop of people who's going to come and, like kidnap me in the night and <laughs> stuff me it's full fine. of Dunkin' Donut coffee grounds. <laughs> you like throw me in the river? <laughs> no skill song. The only like. thing in the post-apocalypse will be Dunkin' Donuts, and then she'll have her revenge. That's right. It's a skill song to remember how much you love Dunkin' it's Donuts every day. Gonna be the Dunkin' Donuts coffee was just weak bullshit. It was not. It barely even had the flavor of coffee. It was like somebody just like dipped coffee in water and then for like a split second and then added brown food coloring to make it dark. And proud of and it. Proud. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, with that definitive ruling, uh, we're going to move on to actual content. Uh, just so we know that this this section of chapters um, is going to cover um, PTSD, rape, some torture, murder, and uh, incest. So beware. Hooray. Delicious. Uh, who's up first? I'm kicking this party off with chapter 13. Shade Secret or Ignorance's Bliss. <laughs> the intro is B dream journaling about horses on fire, but one of them dies, and if that's not enough, the moon eats the other one, and I hope he's okay. Dad of the Year Fitz decides that reading B's entire journal is a breach of trust, but probably just the last page is fine in case it has drums, drums in the deep written on it. But no, her 2,000-page diary had no we cannot get outs scrawled dramatically across the last page. Sigh. So the next logical stepping stone is that she's probably dead. Fitz wanders around Withy Woods telling everyone to get ready because shade is coming and don't be an asshole to thick or else. Lant tells Fitz that the day of the attack for him is fragmented. He remembers buying a little bracelet but doesn't remember why. Fitz is like, I'm gonna fragment your ass for not protecting my daughter, but okay. A troop of soldiers that Shade sent arrives suddenly. The cartoon captain introduces himself. Captain Stout is my name, and my lieutenant is Crafty. Yes, says Fitz, but what's his name? There are 24 <laughs> more pages of this. <laughs> Shade shows up and starts hugging people. No one is happy. Finally, Thick shows up and fixes everything. Fitz is now feeling, and like most of my friends after I talk about the Lord of the Rings, Thick puts a hand on Fitz's shoulder and says... This is too much for me and everyone in your life. 
Fitz and Shade have a private moment where Fitz relays that no one in Withies remembers the Wade. Shade is wrecked <laughs> over Shun being taken and not protected. Thank you, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> As I was writing it, I was like, I can't fuck this up. Or it's all over. That was beautiful. Thank you. Shade is wrecked over Shun being taken and not protected. And we learn that Shun is Shade's daughter. He was paying her mother's family to care for her, and they were exploiting, exploiting that child support check, and honestly, good for them. But when Shade threatened to cut them off, they tried to kill Shun, so Shade stole her back. Also in this chapter, we learn that Shun's name is really Shine Fallstar, one of the prettiest names in literature, and that's a fact. Lant interrupts, and we learn that Fitz Vigilant is really Lantern Fallstar, but he already knew. And these two people are siblings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. She did not know. Drop that in there. Together, they try to interrogate Purr, and then Thick interrupts, and they all decide that they have to make the town remember everything that happened to them because we haven't seen people deal with trauma yet in these books. What a nice change. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end. <laughs> I agree that Lant and Shine have excellent full names. And it's a crime that they were called Lant and Shun. Yes. Yeah, you know, what is Shade trying to do? What's he trying to do? What's. I just He's trying to get like some, but also not could've... use a rubber. I feel like he could have just claimed both of those children and it right. would have gone better. What's he cuz what's he what's he trying to accomplish by having two secret children? Like and yeah, like honestly, dumb. if you're going to have secret children, like at least tell them that they're related. Please. So they don't try and like wait, date each other. What point in the books was it that um Shade was like Oh, we need more fall. We need more uh, farseers in the world. Why that was in the that? first book when he's being healed, which clearly he'd already done. <laughs> okay. Yep. Maybe he was just like laying the groundwork for that reveal. He's, he's like, <laughs> we need more somehow. I don't know how. Hmm. <laughs> I've already started, and you won't find out until the next book <laughs> but, when I... What, I mean, if he really wanted there to be more Farseers to, like, help the throne, even if they were shadow-in-the-wall Farseers, wouldn't, like, letting people know that they exist or letting themselves know they exist or, like, that's, like, part of the plan? Like... <laughs> I just, like, could, he's, like... what? Why else would I give you these random children fits? Like, of course they're mine. Why didn't you know this? And Fitz yeah, is just like, I mean, uh, we're well... expecting Fitz to guess the obvious. <laughs> like, meh. No. Like, you could have just fucking told him. Yeah. Well, they had, they did. They had a conversation where he was like, I figured it out. And Fitz had figured nothing out. But Shay did not <laughs> confirm the information. <laughs> well, yeah, because he thought he was asking he was about Huntswoman and Laurel. He was trying yeah. to, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was trying to talk about Laurel. He was like, "Oh, I, I figured that out." And he's like, "Oh, you, yeah, okay, you figured it out." They, no, nothing. So, and that's good when you're entrusting your children to this man's care to not explain it, to not make sure that everyone is on the same page. It would be very useful. 
I have to just be very explicit with Fitz. There's there's no criticism of that Fitz will ever be able to receive from Shade ever again. Ever. Because Shade fucked up. And fucked I mean, they're around. both fuck-ups. Yeah, I mean, he did. I also feel that there was... I don't, I mean, I understand that, like, you know, accidental incest is one hell of a consequence of secrets and really does show off how secrets don't actually help anyone. Um, but I also feel like that maybe there was, like, a Game of Thrones kind of, like, hey, you should put something in here that's morally upsetting, because that's what fantasy readers want. Yeah. Is this what happened when they had brunch together? Yeah, or, or although like, I mean, to be fair, yeah, to be fair, to put two people of like the same social class and the same age and opposite sex in this like house full of a bunch of commoners, yeah, old yeah. people, and a well, little bit asking for it, right? Which is why he was dumb not to tell them. I mean, I understand not telling them when they're like not together, but when they're together, wouldn't it be better if they were looking yeah. out for each other because? I right. just don't think Shade sibling. ever read flowers in the attic. He just didn't get it. <laughs> like, I also like the part, well, I don't like it because it's horrifying, but like when Fitz is looking at Lance and going like, oh, I wonder what happened that night. When Fitz is like, know. I don't, don't talk to me. Don't, don't look at me. Yeah, I don't want to know that away. I've, Who are you? I've never heard of you. Bye. We're just going to leave it as like one tongueless smooch. Oh, sure. All good. That's okay. exactly it. That's yeah. That's what we're going with. No up shirt, <laughs> nothing else. Nope, no hands. <laughs> the smooch is still too much, but I can. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Well, the smooch... we just stared at each other longingly. The smooch happened in Star Wars, right? So we, if we can just stop at that level and just never move past that. <laughs> yeah, we've all rationalized that away in our brains, and we're good at it. So that's it. That's the, that's the path forward. Um, I do like Thick uh, finally showing up, being a badass, complaining that, <laughs> complaining about the accommodations, and just generally. I just like he rolls up and he's like, "Yo, Fitz, I'm hungry." <laughs> 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 By the way, let me fix your brain. Yeah, like, oh, then this is a mess. All right, Thick. I'm glad Thick's still around. And he's still such a badass in the skill. Mm. He still is just like, Fitz, you, you don't even know what you're doing. <laughs> Let me fix your song. Yeah, he's he's the coolest. He's definitely like, that would be a, a, a clap in the theater moment if this was a movie. When Fitz, fit, when he finally arrives. Uh, who else is here? Perseverance? Our sweet little Perseverance. And then the the leaders of the Rousters. Oh, right. They suck. Stout and crafty. Stout. <laughs> Stout and crappy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Stout. 
And Lieutenant Crafty. That's who you want. That like if this was a, an episode of Star Trek and Lieutenant Crafty arrives, is he a good guy or a bad guy? He's probably a, a jerk at least, right? Like why saddle your child with the name Crafty? I want to know like did they give it to him or did he was that in self-imposed oh, nickname? It? Yeah. Mm. Maybe he's a mean a little frog in a uniform. Yeah. What did you say? Alyssa? Who? I just pictured a little frog in a, a uniform. Frog. Okay. Yeah. Just a little guy. He's crafty. <laughs> <laughs> he's holding like he's one crafty. heat gun and like a ruler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his stripes. He's a lieutenant. We'll see. And that's what I thought of. When I heard about the Rousters and read about them, I thought of the movie Stripes. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> and like what a group of like bumbling idiots that whole little troop was. So, And if you haven't watched the movie Stripes, everybody get to it because it's amazing. It's a Bill Murray. It's a Bill Murray. Again, completely blowing by our 15-year rule. <laughs> 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 I can't help I was born and enjoy a good comedy, okay? <laughs> okay. It also has a Ghostbuster or two in it. It's great. It has John Candy. It's amazing. Um, do we talk about uh, Bee's Journal? nobody knows about. I know who all those people are, but I'm trying to stick to my rules. <laughs> uh, Bee's Journal... You yep. know, uh, it's probably written in a Sharpie pen, which is of at least the last decade. So we're getting closer in references. You know, Sharpie pens haven't been around that long. The leak proof ones, they're really great. <laughs> <laughs> I just Really? Last decade? The good fine tip ones? Yeah, that don't go through the Oh, paper. the fine tip ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Okay. Mm. Rachel watches a lot of TikTok. <laughs> because she's a cool mom. <laughs> so Bee's uh, journal, she it's interesting that she noted that she wrote it down instead of drawing a picture. She seems to like to draw pictures rather than write words when something is, is significant. Well, I don't know. That's what it feels like to me. She says... Oh, I went too far. She says, this dream makes no sense to me. And no matter how I try, I cannot draw a picture for it. So this dream is recorded only in words. Mm, yes. So she's not really into like surrealist art. <laughs> it would be an insane drawing. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah. Be a lot to take in. I picture the moon from Majora's Mask. Okay. Like it. Also missed the 15 year mark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're out. Let's see if anybody else can survive. I was going to make a mirror mask joke, but that also doesn't pass. So. I think we're old. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Surely know. I've watched the media since I graduated college. I don't think we have. Yeah, definitely. The Witcher. 
The, the Witcher. <laughs> There's a Real Housewives reference in here somewhere. I just haven't found it yet. Yeah, that's that's. I don't have any other. Let's see. It's a lot of talking. Shade to. I mean, so shade is there. <laughs> thick is there. Thick is like eating. Picking shit up, wandering around, <laughs> sitting where he wants, putting his feet on the furniture, <laughs> ignoring everyone while they're talking, and every once in a while interjecting something incredibly important that solves the issue. <laughs> yep. That's what he does. And you know what? He didn't have to get on a boat, so he's living his best life. So Shade is comp- Sh- Shade is in one corner complicating the issues, and Thick is in the other corner simplifying the issues, and Fritz is just in the middle pulling his hair out. And trying not to make direct eye contact with Lant. <laughs> the sister liquor. Gross. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> Why would you say something like that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> Let's I, move on. From I, that. Next. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should just let's just let Joey talk. He took yeah. my chapter for me. <laughs> Yay. That's what happened. <laughs> um chapter 14 is called Elf Bark or Tea for the Tea. Um <laughs> <laughs> That was a pretty timely reference. Tea yeah that's not bad so joey wins (laughs) yep there is a content warning there is another more mention of rape threat of rape human abduction bad um the intro is an excerpt from an old buckkeep dare pamphlet Hemlock grows next to watercress. Uh, Kara's seed is bad like cocaine. You feel it in your groin. Elf bark is the bark of elf trees. Tea made from it gives you a burst of speed, numbs the body, but discourages the spirit. Drugs are bad. That is not 15 years. <laughs> bad drugs. Um, so Fitz did a little bit of exploring to see what happened. Turns out Verity's sword was stolen by one of the pillagers, or so he thinks. He procured his elf bark reserve from his his secret office um the forget 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 song that willie wood denizen's still singing um is is happening and he needs the elf bark for it and fitz is uh fitz says no because he doesn't he doesn't want to forget 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 um shade said the elf bark looked old fitz stared at the camera with a fat flat expression at the irony and then they brewed it because Shade is old. <laughs> they... <laughs> they served Percy some willow bark tea to chill him out before serving Lant the ever important elf bark tea. Sweet Ida, here it comes. But first, boring details we already learned from other point of views. Uh, you said my sister was taken earlier. Shun is my sister, truly? Yup, Shade, say, Ch- Shade said. Uh, that's incest, Fitz thought. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't say it out loud, though. <laughs> Always think it, never say it. <laughs> Turns out it was Lant who actually took Verity's sword from the mantle to fight the invaders back. 
Revel got slashed in the belly. Lant tried to fight, but he was quickly overwhelmed and then lost the will to fight, dropping his sword to the ground. Jade tried to reassure him it was not his fault, and Fitz was like hella jelly. Don't spare Fitz. You, you better, you're better than a false star because, well, incest. <laughs> <laughs> he was a false star, you know. Uh, Lant recalled how stupefied all the townsfolk were. We, uh, we are given a, yet another retelling of the ever-violent attack on Shun, whether we want it or not. What's wrong with you, Lance? All the townsfolk, including he, were moaning and weeping while they remained catatonic. Then he recalled Oak's slaying, but struggled to recall how he himself was wounded. They again pondered how strange brand this how strange this brand of skill magic worked, and marveled at its power. The thick was snacking on some raisin cakes uh, when he casually announced that he could easily craft a forgetting skill song. I could do it. Just never <laughs> thought of doing it before, he said. They all stared at Thick, kind of dumbfounded, and Fitz said, please don't do that. Terrified, <laughs> <laughs> terrified at the prospect. Uh, Shade asks Thick if he could maybe make a remembering song to recounter the forgetting song. Yep, he could definitely do that. But please don't do that yet. Earlier, Shade and Fitz called for Percy's mother under false pretense of hiring her in the kitchens as a baker, and uh, now that she has arrived, they instead offered her some elf bark tea to break the forgetting spell. Her return to sanity was about as jarring as anyone could expect. An emotional reunion between Percy and his mother ensued. Percy wondered why the spell didn't work on him, and Thick's Thick believes it's because they weren't aware of his presence when they initially cast it, so... If you recall, they didn't see him, and so it didn't affect him. That's pretty pretty good logic from Thick. Lant recalled that the invaders, including the round-faced woman, were indeed searching for the pale boy, for a pale boy. And there was some argument between her and the Chalcidian assholes. He recalled seeing Percy struck by the arrow that threw him from his horse, then watching be captured and swaddled and placed on the sleigh. After that, after they found B, the invaders sort of relented, and some other terrible things happened that aren't worth remembering, um, because we already knew them. And then once more, Percy's mother begs her son for forgiveness, and Percy reveals that Tom is indeed Fitz Chivalry Farseer, but everybody already knew it. And that's the chapter. And Thick is my favorite character in all of these books forever. Mm -hmm. Putting that out there. He's the Thick best. is pretty cool. He's pretty great, yeah. He's snack motivated, which I do. <laughs> so I relate. I could do that. Snacks. I don't. I don't want to, but I could do that. <laughs> hates the cold. Hates boats. Digs snacks. Soup answers all the questions. Yeah. Cuts through the shit. He's perfect. So it seems like whatever skill spell was cast, the forgetting song, that we assume Vindelier is the one doing it. He had to like note every single person that he was seems like a bit much, right? Do, doing it to or because like he didn't he also didn't know that um like for example when uh what what's his name? The skill guy that got fired, the solo. Oh yeah, he showed up. It mm -hmm. did affect him. 
It infected him. Yeah, it's like an an area effect. Right. So like he of. showed up and it started to affect him, and then like Fitz felt like it was also starting to affect him, but obviously they weren't there when it was cast. But right. then they also talk about how the kids came out of the house, and they're like, we don't know why they came out, which kind of alludes to like that they were lured out by this brainwashing, but they didn't mm-hmm. know that mm-hmm. the kids were there technically. So this. Yeah, I think this brings up another point. Um, I don't know if it's this chapter or the next chapter, but um, her tells Shade when Fitz is not in the room that he felt compelled to go out and reveal himself, but he thought it was more important to stay with B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is either he's not as affected or he is got stronger convictions than everyone else. Right. Yeah. And also it seems like part of the forgetting spell wasn't just forgetting what happened there, but it was forgetting specific people that were missing. And maybe Vindelier was not specific about who was missing. He just said, if the, you know, if, if they're missing, you forget them. And so Per mm-hmm. was missing and therefore was forgotten. Because it's weird that, like, no one... It's not weird to me that no one remembers B, right? Because they don't want them to go looking for her. But it is a little weird that, mm-hmm. you know, Per was included if they didn't know he was there. That's true. Hmm. Maybe, maybe the... Maybe B has some sort of... Um, I mean, she was definitely affected by it, but she didn't forget herself. I don't know. I feel like she kind of did because whatever they did to her, she gave up fighting. She stopped trying to run. She let them swaddle her and put them put her in a sleigh. Well, she was made, she was made, um, you know, uh, indefensible, but she wasn't made uh, to forget. Correct. Yeah. Well, be because a... they need her to remember her visions, right? Like, so maybe maybe they missed him because he was with her. I think it's I think it's worth noting that there are a few people that do not seem to be as affected as much. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got Purr, you've got B sometimes seems to be affected, but she also you know, she seems to resist it more than other people. And then you have Shun who seems to be they said that she was like, you know, still resisting Yeah. Resisting the the people whereas everyone else was kind of just like accepting it Mm. yeah yeah so so it seems like there is it's it, it the magic itself does not have to be extremely specific as long as the parameters are clear it's like a little logic puzzle I wonder if, like, during the Redship Wars, if Verity could have, like, gone around to all the ports and, like, cast an area spell in any of those places and been like, if you have never been here before, (laughs) you don't know where you are, leave. (laughs) I feel like, so, what were the rules on the skill road when they were going, when they were traveling? Because remember when they were on the road and it was, like, fucked with them, so they had to walk off the road? Well, Fitz couldn't, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, hmm, yeah. And, and and I think Verity, Verity and his men were also sort of affected by that. 
Um, but yeah, Fitz was the one that was mostly affected by the skill road because the road wanted to be a road. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I guess I guess that is a similar type of magic. Be a road. Well, I mean, it's the same kind of thing as thick being like, "Don't see me, don't see me." Yeah, mm -hmm. it's just to mm -hmm. a larger effect. Yeah, because thick is that's always like a passing thing. It's not like there are people walking around that can never see him. <laughs> like he doesn't. No, permanently... but it's like it's like when they go through like the the towns or whatever at, and. Vindelire has to, like, make sure that nobody sees them. Right. It's the same sort of thing. It's just on a larger scale. Which is why I think Fitz understands... It's why I think Thick understands it. Because it's similar to what he's done before. Well, right. It's, it seems like it's a song, right? He calls it a song. So they're all mm -hmm. they're all singing it. And so maybe that's, that's why it's allowable that he's not there continuing to put the spell on people. Because he sort of, like, tied it off and, like, planted it in everyone's mind. So do we just feel like Thick and this V-Dog guy are going to come to like a head-to-head -head at some point because they're the two that are the strongest and in the most control of your skill I powers? hope so, and I hope Thick is like chowing down on a cupcake while he flicks this dude off the map. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, not a big deal. Get not out of my way. Not a big deal. That guy's annoying. You don't see me. Can I get another pink cake? Yes. Yeah. I'll take another sugar cake, please. Pink sugar cake. Um, I do like that they had to use old old tea to brew a weaker varietal of their... But it still worked. I love that fucking Shade's like, why is your fucking elf bark so old? And it's like, it should be old because he's not Cause... using it. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not an addict anymore, Shade. Well, He's been I mean, in recovery. I'm not saying that you should take it. I'm just saying that you should be growing it and uh, drying it every three yeah. weeks. You know, I'm just saying, you're an alcoholic. It's not great to have a beer sitting in your fridge. <laughs> but an expired one might be better. <laughs> well, it's not just as a reminder. So there was, I think, there was some discussion about this in some one of the chapters. But he, I thought that it was like. He just wasn't using the skill as much, but it turns out they mentioned that the reason that it's he doesn't have the headaches anymore is because of the skill healing that and reversal of what yeah. of what um his Galen. Galen, thank you, Galen did. But he had like kind of a cracked skull. Yeah. Yeah. He, like skill he skill skill scarred him. Well that and he doesn't have his chronic depression anymore because he's not sucking down elf bark every day to help with right. pain and yeah yeah and he didn't he's not like partially forged there i right. mean there's like a lot there's a lot, <laughs> a of, lot of things have happened. reasons <laughs> yeah honestly fitz is just a, an allegory a walking allegory for modern life like yeah. <laughs> like which one of us don't have his problems honestly um Still not talking about land. I like that. I, I, I what I do appreciate is that what whatever the motivation is for including such a detail, that Hob has like drawn the line at like making it willful Wrong. or salacious or on the page or any of those things. Like yeah, it's not explicit. Yeah, and they don't. Con it doesn't seem like they're going to continue it. I mean, well, they're not in the same 
place, but yeah. It seems I like mean, the most is probably like the most we yeah. saw was flirting and like maybe cuddling on a like a ride home on a cart yeah. under blankets. Some affection, but, yeah. Yeah, but but you know, like shades, like well, this is what you've done to your children. Now I, I doubt they're gonna have like a great relationship now that they have this between them, so. or they'll be closer than ever. Yeah. <laughs> I think they'll Lantister. be okay. Lantister, Lantister, Falstar. The, but it's like it's kind of like all right, you know, like it's I like Fitz. It's like you know what? That's not my business. <laughs> Like, oh, you know what? <laughs> Not my business. <laughs> like, does Shade realize that his kids were like nearly dating? I, I don't feel I don't... like he could make some assumptions. I this is when I start to doubt Shade's abilities as like a master. He might be a family. It's parent, a blind though. spot. Yeah, it's a yeah. blind spot. Kids suck, and you don't know it. He's not reading anyone's body language during that whole exchange. He's just like la la la. la. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is really sad to uh, see uh, Perseverance's mom sort of, like, come out of her stupor. Oh, it was so sad. I thought that, I don't know, the way that she described her reaction, I thought, was good. Mm-hmm. Of just kind of, like, collapsing and that, like, like silent gaping until you're just moaning of, like, oh, God, what happened? Well, it's, like, it's very similar mm-hmm. to, like, the people who came back from being forged because you don't forget what you did. Right. And you have to kind of, like, deal with that. Or how do you deal with that? And it's a little sad because it's like, this is like a generation of people who are kind of removed from that horror. Like, they probably grew up with stories of, like, forged people and, like, people who came back from being forged and no one wanting to talk about any of the things that happened during that time and how dark it was and terrible and how they lost whole villages. And then, you know this is happening so it's like they they must have like they must be equipped as like a society to help these people i hope but yeah i think that to go back to jenny's point from last week or week before there needs to be like a therapist character or like like you know instead of scribes maybe wandering therapists who just go from keep to keep i mean it would be helpful yeah Every every generation has their horrible trauma, I guess. Yeah, that therapist guy that was wandering around the Ren Fair. That's that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh so I feel like also that Fitz is he's he hasn't quite gained his target yet. Like so he's not locked on. We haven't gotten that like steady he's it's more like dude. as he's getting more information about these invaders but when he figures out exactly who and what and where and what direction watch out watch out I mean I don't understand how he hasn't figured out where they're going yet (sighs) I mean why hasn't it's just like he knows that you know whites took his child I know he thinks they're hostages but like where would they go I don't know. Maybe the school that they gave. Well, but well, the, they well, but they also know that they're with Chalcedian. So it's like, okay, they're either trying to get on a boat to go to Chalced, or they're going to this fucking school. But he acts like he has no con, like he has no, like options. 
It's not like he's like, well, they could have gone right. to Chelsea or they could have gone to Clary's. Like, he hasn't even mentioned Clary's. There's just so many different highways that they could take. There's just a lot, you know. While they're in the six duchies, Claris or Chalced, they're that's both south. Yeah. yeah. Right. And we know they're on sleighs, so they don't necessarily need roads. They just need flat areas with no, like, They water. need a motherfucking dragon to give them a ride so they could try to fly over and find these assholes. Right? Like, I would get, I'd be like, I, I would, if I was Fitz, I would go straight to the portal stone, move my ass to the, to where the sleeping dragon garden is as fast as possible, wake one of those fuckers up and go flying. Yeah. Because I would not okay, be. Verity. Yeah. I like, save my kid. You know how, like, when you just get frustrated and you just need Google Maps? Just... Get up there. Get some perspective. <laughs> yeah. My most deepest, most frustrated times from just opening up Google Maps for some. Scenery. He hasn't. He hasn't unlocked those territories in this game yet. <laughs> he has to. <laughs> that was his last game. He's got to. He's got to go back game. through. Wow. Well, it's like, gosh, that was a good map. Well, you can't go to that part yet. It's not open. I. Uh, you know. I. Yeah. Well. He's getting information. I, I, but I think you're right. He knows that it's south. Maybe he's not even thinking about Clara's because the fool has driven into him this idea that Clara's is so far away that it took him like two years to get there. Right. So it's not going to be Which like makes a, even a, even a stronger argument for Chelsea. For Chelsea, but... yeah. Um, Ashley, in our last episode, we decided that we would be selling uh, drugs at Realm of the Elderlings. Yeah, why not? Yeah, we were gonna have some powdered elf bark that you could put in put in your drinks. Oh, you I were... heard about that, and you're like, "Yeah, it's just like aspirin. It's just aspirin." <laughs> That's how we'll staff our pharmacies to make keep them in universe. You know, like kind of like yeah. how Galaxy's Edge is. Yeah, you got kerosene. You just see people like running across the <laughs> entire park, right? Yelling just like parkour, <laughs> parkour. <laughs> <laughs> parkour. <laughs> And it's allowed because it's canon. Yeah. <laughs> and you're throw- on private property. And if you throw yourself out a second story window, that's on you. Roteland is its own country. Your ticket will have a lengthy terms of use and privacy policy kind of situation. Like it's just going to be very, very long. You sign away your life if you come into the park. Send in. It's safe as long as you don't use it all the time you know like anything depending on what state we open <laughs> just depending on what state we open it in we can also sell uh smoke herbs mm. some herb that'll be great <laughs> it's perfect it's good for mellow our insurance is gonna cost a fortune so your <laughs> tickets are gonna cost like twelve hundred dollars for a day <laughs> Well, there's only going to be like, you know, maybe 4,000 people on the planet that want to go. So Your tickets are going to cost you $12,000 a day. <laughs> Start saving now. Start saving. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, let's, let's move on to chapter 15. Speaking of great things, it's fucking horse, you guys. Chapter 15, surprises. The chapter opens with a lesson from Servant Quechua of the 41st line on how to create an index MLA standard format. (laughs) With a plan not dissimilar to the Jonestown killings, again, a very dated reference, Shade and Fitz start brewing a cauldron of Kool-Aid, a.k.a. drug tea, 
to be dispersed to all of Withywoods, <laughs> except the cooks and the dinner staff, because we got to eat, right? If the staff has feelings, who will cook the roast? <laughs> <laughs> the rousters return with zero leads as to where B and her captors may have gone, and Shaden Fitz once again speculate on the why. Why did they, did that motley crew steal their daughters? Hostages, of course, because they're looking for the unexpected son and they need collateral. But Shade can't rationalize Fitz's theory. Why would they leave no messages? Why would they treat Shine as scraps and be like a princess? And then, and then, dear reader, could it be, did they get it? Did they figure it out? Bulin said they seemed to think B was the boy they sought. The unexpected son, says Fitz. Does your daughter look like a boy? Not to me. (laughs) Says the man who pays no attention to his child and dressed her in nothing but the finest saggy knees and the most feminine of potato sacks. But then again, she did have short hair. Cut to a flashback of Rachel as a youth, dressed in knee-length jorts and a dark brown pixie cut, which made literally everyone refer to her as son. Hmm. Fitz suddenly decides he must go back to Buckkeep to speak with the fool. Chase. uh, Chase. Shade. (laughs) I wrote Chase in the doc. Shade agrees to go too, but after they finish dispersing the brew and getting every last detail they can from the remaining staff. Fitz thinks these tea parties are a snooze fest and goes to a wander around. He ponders the fate of his child, assigns a new stable master, and sets in motion the repairs of his destroyed estate. At dinner, Captain Stout of the Rousters uh, gives Fitzy Boy a shout out for his bloody grit during the Red Ship Wars, and it's just excellent dinner combo. Stout seems legit, and like he might be able to make a posse of clowns into real soldiers, but his Lieutenant Crafty, that MFR has zero class. And he's just disgusting and he's like leering at all the girls and he's just winking and he's just a fucking gross winker and who wants him around? He's gross. So there's that. So post-dinner, the remaining staff drink their Kool-Aid and are picked apart for more info, of which they got little. Fitz has the good common sense to send the rasters to their own end of the hall to stay away from all the women who are just remembering the horrors of reality. Uh, thanks, Fitz. Once the song of forgetfulness ends, Fitz is able to skill to butt keep to clue everyone in, and Nettie and Doodles are pissed, and I really hope some really good revenge comes out of this. Doodles is a bit worried about Fitz and Shade using the stones to return to Buckkeep so soon, but Fitz says it has to be done. No time to waste. We then learn that our beloved Lord Golden isn't faring well. He's distressed and tried to leave the keep, somehow wandered to the stables, and then fell on his face, and how the fuck did he get that far? How did nobody stop him? He's blind as a bat. He can barely walk. Uh, Fitz assigns Ash to the fool's side permanently until he returns. And as much as Fitz wants to flee that night, he he heeds Shade's advice to wait until morning. Shade saying, we go as complete assassins, not as complete. I can't talk today, you guys. I had one glass of wine. I swear I'm not drunk. (laughs) We go as competent assassins, not as panicked fathers. Doing something stupid and reckless is not a better proof of your love than doing something measured and powerful. We will make them pay with every drop of their blood. Yeah. In the morning, Shade, Fitz, and Stout and Crafty have a quick little brekkie before they head out. Two assassins are going to be escorted on their way to the skill pillar, and everyone is getting ponied up, and Shade comments, nice ride to Fitz, and Fitz just revs the engine a little bit. <laughs> Perseverance comes along with his and B's horse, and Fitz has to tell him that he can't come along, and it's so sad, and he's like, but she's going to want to ride her horse. And he's like, yeah, but you can't get a horse through the skill pillar, so you got to go by 
I mean, technically they could, but whatever. And so our sweet little bub has to hang back and the crew sets off down the road, but not too far along, four hoodlums from their rosters roll up. And they're like, can we come along? We're bored. And it was a redhead that said it. And the dear reader, as we all know, <laughs> never trust a redhead. The roan wits, are we safe? Because she knew she's such a good horse. And they get to a spot on the path and the redhead asks, what's up this trail? And Fitz replies, nothing much, just the ghosts of murdered souls. And the redhead says, huzzah, perfect, we shall fight. But Fitz and Shed were already, shade, were already <laughs> pulling out their swords. A fight ensues, there's swords clanging, stabber stabbing, ponies kicking the shit out of enemies because they're the best good ponies in all of the lands. And someone shouts, you bastard! And Fitz simply replies, yes! And he's getting long... (laughs) He's getting a long mistaste of blood and is enjoying the whole situation. Stout goes down and then Shade's been nicked and Fitz goes... uh, He gets a very long, detailed strangling in there for us. It was really pleasant. Um, And now that's a good time. Eventually, we have the last rouster standing. It's crafty. And Shade uh, has slit the tendons behind his knees so that he can't escape. It's a pretty clever move, I guess. We find out this asshole with a bum tooth found Crafty and the gang the day that they were leaving Buckkeep, and the mission was kill Shade and be paid in gold and raping rights, a true treasure for the ages. There are some gross things said about women, and Shade decides to cut the asshole's nose from inside his nostril because he's so gross. Oopsies. And eventually, Shade slits his throat, and we hear the chorus of the cell block tango. He had it coming. He had it coming. He had it coming all along. And there's no tears here, folks. But now Shade is stabby stabbed and they still need to get through the pillar. So Fitz skills to the castle to have healers on the ready and they decide they're going to go forth. And the greatest mare in all the land says, but what about me, master? I get to come too, right? But Fitz turns her away back to Withy Woods, which is super dumb and I hate it. So they all, they, uh, Fitz and uh, Shade, they jump ill-equipped into the pillar and it's wrong. It's all wrong. And Shade's skill presence winks out and his body is dead weight as they plummet into nothing. And now I'm not a pony girl. I'm the first to admit. But this horse is fucking amazing. She deserves a name, Hell right? Yeah. Like, can can we have a name? She'll she's My she's just too. her she's her name is Roan. That's it. That's all she'll ever be known as. My black Roan. There's Blackie or what? What the fuck is that horse named? <laughs> My, My black. black. Blackie would have been better. And Dapple. So this one's just gonna be Roan. <laughs> That's Roni. it. Roni. Roni Mitchell. Roni. Tenderoni. No, Tenderoni. Tenderoni is good. Yeah, I like Tenderoni. Macaroni. Macaroni. Save paradise. Put up a parking lot. Uh, <laughs> okay, so so these two really smart dudes who are like you know doing the the gearing up scene that you get to see in the movies where they get to put all their knives on and stuff, and they're like just so close to figuring out why everything is happening, but they just refuse. They think it's somehow about them because they're narcissists. <laughs> they want our money. No, they don't. They don't want your fucking money. Right, it's hostages. No, they're not fucking hostages. They are the treasure. They are what was wanted. Well, Sean isn't, but you know. Well, it's a package deal at this point. And also, I have this. I have this argument against what Shade counseled because I feel like sp- speed is of the essence right now. And just just sitting on your butt waiting to come up with a plan just lets them get farther away. And you can't teleport 
You can't get in cars. There's no GPS. There's no planes or helicopters. So why are you letting them get farther away? But well, honestly, thank goodness they didn't bad. leave in the middle of the night because what, then the rousters could have killed them in the dark. It's much harder to fight in the dark. This is why Fitz needs a wolf. Well, he has a do. horse right now, okay? And the horse will do. Heart of a wolf. That horse. wonder what Night Eyes would think of her if he was not... He'd permit it. Protecting B. He'd be like, I like her. I won't eat her. I yeah, won't do that exactly. thing where I... Because didn't uh, uh, Night Eyes like to tell the horses like how good they might taste just to like fuck with them <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was funny uh, it was funny <laughs> yeah. I think the, oh, I think that macaroni would be like ha ha that's funny I would taste great <laughs> uh, fight scenes we finally got a fight scene after many 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 pages we had to wait so long for a good fight scene yes and i could have lived without the graphic strangling didn't really particularly need all of the details well you know instead of therapy this is what fitz is doing (laughs) yeah i just when he was like the beard it was giving him too much padding i couldn't really get in there to strangle him because of his beard (laughs) it's hard hard to strangle someone with a beard apparently it is you hear that? People grow a beard. I'm growing mine out starting tomorrow. Yeah, or I'm wearing a collar. Mine. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to wear a neck brace and a beard everywhere I go for the rest of my life. <laughs> Make them pay with every drop of their blood. Every drop of their blood. I'm not mad at them waiting until the next day. I mean, I get no. your, I get what you're saying, but like. I yeah, I mean, this going is through the steel pillars. I feel like maybe I think it's reasonable. Yeah, I think it's reasonable to assume that they think that they're like resting at night and not traveling by night, which they is what they're actually doing. So right. it's also very Western, you know, there's just like something very, you know, we, we haven't had like a good Western scene in a long time. And this this also gives me that because it's like they're they're plotting, they're planning, they're gearing up. They're you know they get up in the morning and they ride off into the sunset and they have a fight and it's, it's good. I'm the visuals of it are is it's almost better than the the western scene from the original trilogy where he poisons all those people. Have have any of you done one of those things where you do like a. You, you get like a clue and you run to the next place and you get another clue and you go to the next place and you get clues and it eventually hunt? leads you. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> I forgot I forgot the name of it. Um, I, I've but never like, actually done one, no. The people who win that are the ones that stop and think about it. The ones that go off running as soon as they think they know the answer never win that thing. Mm. So... Never tortoise in the hair, bitches. He'll make you. He'll make you sit there and figure it out. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I was one of those people that thought I could just outrun everybody. <laughs> and I'd figure it out really fast, but you don't figure it out really fast. Okay. Th- I'm telling you from experience, you can't just think <laughs> you're smarter than everybody else and run fast. Okay, than Shade. Them. Okay. <laughs> 
I just like Berserker Fitz. He's entertaining, and I want to see him go. I just want to see him go and shine. Right. Like a star. Like a little one-deaf toy. <laughs> I liked how much he liked killing in this section, which I know he is always a likes thing it. to say. But he like, always likes it. I know, but he hadn't done it in so long, and he's like, this is the fucking best. <laughs> Remember when he thought people were in his house and he's like, yes, I love this. I love attacking yeah. people in my house. And then it was just plant. And then it was just stupid plant. Uh, and now Shade has been stabbed. It's hard to tell if he was stabbed or sliced or what exactly was happening with his fillet of body, but. Yeah, he's been injured. Which is not great, you know? No. Shade is like one of those characters that's like off limits, at least to me when I'm reading it. Don't like that. I mean, that's like thinking Dumbledore was off limits. Don't be fooled. Hmm. Yeah, you know, he's just, he's just like the, he's, he's like more like a Gandalf. You know, he's like... A more incompetent Gandalf. <laughs> and how dare they? Well, Gandalf was the harbinger of light. So <laughs> that's a nice parallel, yeah, actually. He's got the, they got the naming conventions. He's like Burridge before Burridge became a dad. And oh no, he's a dad now. Ah! <laughs> oh no. <laughs> you know what happens when people become parents in a Robin Hobb novel? They disappear. <laughs> no more story for them <laughs> yeah, I wonder what Birch would be doing right now he wasn't a dad he probably <laughs> he wasn't dead yeah like if he was if, if like one of his kids got kidnapped like what would Birch do I do like the fact that none of those kids are know. aware that anything has happened to their sister yeah. Birch like, would be hobbling towards Claris. He'd be halfway there by now. That's what I mean. Oh, yeah. He's one of those people in the scavenger hunt who bolts, but actually knows. Because mm. he's done them all. He knows he's memorized them all. I feel like Birch would be like, you know what? I know how I say the wit is bad, <laughs> but I'm going to use all my wit power to enslave every beast between me and the ocean to find my to find my missing <laughs> child. I do not care. I will become a supervillain. Let's go. <laughs> He's like morphing into an animal to lope on the ground. Is he like? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they need. You need to have some Burrich energy. Just get it done. And he also would name the horse. That's right. <laughs> Something good like macaroni. Mm -hmm. So we're going into the pillar after hearing about 12 times in the last book that you shouldn't go into pillars uh often so yeah I'm sure they're going be back fine. to back and injured which is great it's gonna be fine nothing bad can happen that bit of that that bit at the end is really just a hiccup it's like uh when the lights go off on the r train <laughs> and you're like oh am i crashing is it a runaway train is this how it ends and it's really just you know, a gap between electrical provide <laughs> like the you know, the working, <laughs> the working part of the third rail. It's fine. 
Nothing bad's gonna happen. That'll be great. It's also a lot of energy spent on like, I like that you did point out the fact that they decided to not uh, wake up, quote unquote, wake up the serving staff until after everyone had eaten. That's <laughs> yeah. That felt Smart. like a big. That was like now nah, that was like an Amazon move. That was like yeah. <laughs> like it just need the productivity. It's like why can't you? Well, really, really, I felt very unethical about you know making all of them realize that they were no you know, such terrible things happened to them so let's let's just not tell a few of them <laughs> but all you know just the yeah. the ones that are useful to us right now yeah because i'm hungry <laughs> because i'm hungry and i can't possibly serve myself yeah no did in this chapter did they get the um the strong outlander elf bark yet or are they just yes. using the yeah they okay. did yeah. Yeah, that's the good stuff. Yes. They got that extra strong Kool-Aid. But as we know, everyone will, you know, they'll be shown the truth. And then they're going to all go into depression. That's on top of the depression they're probably already going to feel. Not great. It had to happen, though. I mean, I agree. It had to happen. You can't leave them like that. They People deserve to understand their reality, if possible. Yeah. I think this is the Matrix question. Speaking of 20-year-old references, like, would you... Coming back, it's, it's coming would back. You... It's the same. It's new now. I've yeah, never watched do... it. Do you want... Really? She yeah. said that when we were there, Rachel. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Watch the first one. Yeah. The first one's good. Yeah. It's Dune. Yes. Yes. It only changed filmmaking forever. It really did. You know, I'm just not a sheep. <laughs> it's supposed to be an allegory for the trans experience. So, I I can't make any guarantees that if I didn't get around to it in the last twenty years, that I'll make it happen now. But I'll I'll think about well, it. Well, the one know. of the central questions to the Matrix is if you if someone told you you are in a reality that is false. Would you choose to leave the reality or would you choose to stay in the reality? Staying in 1999. I mean, it depends <laughs> on sounds great. how happy or miserable I am. Well, right. So let's say it, it, you're happy. I don't know. Even some really happy people would want to would want to dip and see what else is out there. I'm uh, I am not a risk taker. So I think that factors more into it than anything. So I don't know. Well, in 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 the case of Withywoods, you know, they all got they all got taken out of the matrix because it wasn't doing them any good. The sheeple. Those poor sheeple. But first, dinner. I thought that was gross. It was. What else happened? That's oh, the much... fool. The fool. Oh, yeah. So the fool has run away like, you know, like great grandma at three in the morning. <laughs> oh, no. Check-in didn't happen. 
How many flights of stairs? At least three flights of stairs. Two secret doors. So many doors. stairs. Like, how many people saw this blind person wandering around and wasn't like, yo, what's going on? Multiple secret doors he wasn't supposed to know. Right? At least two sets of secret doors and three legitimate sets of steps to get down to the level. Because And he's still super floor, weak right? more than anything. Yeah. He just found a window and jumped. <laughs> just... And blind. So, like, did Motley help? Is that how he got that far? Had to have. It was just like in Twister when Helen Hunt is in the truck <laughs> with Bill Paxton and she, yeah. left! Right! <laughs> I think we're going in. No. This is the, uh, this is the, uh, make references only more than 15 yeah, <laughs> Doubling down. Seriously. I've tried, listeners. I did try. I'm sorry, but we're on episode 94, and this is what we have to offer. This it's is our not niche. my fault that there aren't any other good movies that have screaming directionals, okay? Like, <laughs> I'm 100% certain that something has happened in a Fast and the Furious movie. I've never seen any of those either. Scintillating yes, dialogue. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my god. How about, I'm with you, Ashley. How about that WAP? We were talking about that already. Yeah, but like now I'm saying it because it's newer. Oh. I don't know. I still haven't figured out how to make a Witcher comment, so it's all failure <laughs> on my end. It'll happen. I just, you know what I think, you know what I wish they would take from The Witcher and apply to Realm of the Elderlings? The tightness of the pants in general. Mm. <laughs> no saggy leggings. Your thigh needs a belt. Your thigh definitely needs a belt, and they're little and with with all the little potions in it. I mean, that's yeah, that's all I looked at the whole season. Well, that before he had that, he just had a dirty linen wrapping that he's had for two seasons now. So at least he got rid of that. Just the yeah, I did like the thigh belt. I was like, right, because we can't mess up the ass area. Right, we can't cover that <laughs> with a with a belt of po- potions. So where else can we put them? Just around the thigh. Sounds <laughs> risky. It's gonna burst. Yeah, seems a little risky. Hire, please hire that costume designer for Realm of the Elderlings adaptation. That I hope is happening soon. No knees. We don't believe in them. Please, no knees. That's literally a character trait for him, though. <laughs> yeah. No, he's, he can't look like that. No one will watch. Can you imagine? <laughs> Book accurate fits as the lead of a show. Ah. <laughs> no. Yeah, I should be sexier. Yep. <laughs> He'd be so dirty. <laughs> he could be dirty. The Witcher is dirty. And smelly. No. You just can't smell him. I can't. Yeah, so it. it's fine. I mean, Geralt canonically smells of onions and horse shit, so. Gross. <laughs> Onions? Why onions? I don't know. That's what they said in season one. He, Jasker probably, said he smelled like onions. <laughs> probably like something he drinks, one of the potions. It's just B.O. You know how your B.O. gets funky oh, enough it smells like onions? I'd rather just be onions. <laughs> it's his road snack. Mm-hmm. Oh. Just eat them like <laughs> apples. 
Oh God. <laughs> Can you so imagine? does Fitz. Garlic eating... is good against vampires. So. His shirt, like it'd be like super tight pants, but a shirt that's so filthy it's like stiff. Like it's so waxed. He's Jorah. Like it's a waxed article of clothing. It's just <laughs> he's Jorah. He's Jorah, but yeah. with like long, sexy hair. He can keep except when he's mourning like nine hundred times, and then he cuts it off. We we're not going to do that in the show. It's going to be a change that people will complain about, but I stand by it. <laughs> You could do it once for dramatic effect. Just like a piece. Again. Just like a little piece, though. Not the whole That's thing. That's true. Because you gotta keep that, the, the sexy hair. Like, Geralt would not be nearly as sexy with the short hair. And I know this because in the game, when you cut his hair off, he, like, loses, like, 50% sexiness. So. <laughs> Charisma's gone. Real nosedive. It really is. It's disturbing. I also don't like it when you when he's clean-shaven in the game. I think that's gross. Uh, let's move on to chapter 16. <laughs> chapter 16, The Journey. A really short chapter that I somehow wrote a lot for. I think I just wrote the chapter. Um, the intro brings us more wise words from the servants, this time about how best to part a parent with their white child, which basically amounts to placating them enough with free tours and gifts, but trying not to get in the way of destiny. Uh, we pick up with B, who is still sick and having a rough time with it, especially because Shun has the worst bedside manner. But at least she's helping, unlike Dwalia and her useless crew, who won't even offer her tea for her fever. Shun's not motivated by any care for B, though. She just wants to make sure they don't discover she's a girl. The good news is, though, that B doesn't die. Hooray! That would have resulted in quite an abrupt end to this part of our story if she had. Uh, and Dwalia and her cult followers are thrilled because they totally knew she was going to live, and by not intervening, they proved that theory right, I guess. Anyway, mm-hmm. B is feeling a little better one night as they finally as they uh, travel through a little town, Fog Boy having to work overtime to hide them. Shun wants to know if B is able to run so they can try and make an escape, but Dwalia shuts that down before B can even respond saying that if they run, they'll just casually murder everyone they talk to and burn their houses down with their bodies <laughs> and then make everybody else forget. So, you know, it's just easier for everyone if they stay put. Such a kindly woman. I know. <laughs> right. uh, needs a good nap after all the hard work he's put in, and Dwalia seems super annoyed with him for it, but the Shasim is watching, so she has to plaster on a fake smile and get him some meat for dinner. At least he gets to skip chores. B wakes up that night and realizes that she's peeling. The winter sun must be brutal. Shun wants to know what the fuck is going on because this is weird, but Dwalia is just like, oh yeah, you shed skin like a snake when you step forward in your path. Totally fine and normal. Oh wait, this doesn't look right. Seemingly, B is getting paler, which makes Dwalia concerned, but when B asks her about it, she just continues to gaslight her and tell her that she said nothing at all and asks her if she's worried. So, that's that's nice. Um... Oh, you're a kitty. One of the useless lyrics opens his big mouth and asks if she dreamed during her change time. Dwalia is not pleased, but is still waiting for her answer. Bee lies and says she had no dreams, but when Dwalia looks puzzled, she tells her instead that they were just silly dreams that made no sense. Uh, Dwalia leaves the fireside for a bit, and B wishes Revel would just show up and carry her off to bed. R.I.P. Revel. 
Because she remembers that Rimmel is dead. She then wonders if her father cares that she's been stolen and wonders if he would come after her. And Wolffather is like, uh, I'm here. I never left you. But Bee met her other father, and Wolffather tells her that they are one. Now, if only Fitz's inbox wasn't full, he might be able to get those messages that he's been trying to send. Uh, Dwalia comes back with a brand new dream journal and a fancy silver quill, but Wolffather is like, danger, danger. So Bee lies and tells her that she doesn't know how to write. And Dwalia says, that doesn't matter, and they'll just teach her when they get to Clary's. In the meantime, she can tell Dwalia all her dreams, and she will just record them. B desperately wants to tell someone about her dreams, although considering that her dreams consist of a wolf tearing white rabbits to bloody shreds, yeah. and a man with a battle axe <laughs> chopping the heads off of squirming white snakes, excellent <laughs> dreams, it might be for the best that she just heeds Wolf Father's warning and tells him she doesn't remember any dreams, and then proceeds to pick her nose and have a nice booger snack. <laughs> Even Odessa is repulsed and moves away from her. That shit was fucking gold. I love it. She's like, I don't know how to write. And all I do is eat my boogers. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it's encouraging that she had dreams about the wolf and the man with the axe. Uh, hell yeah. I mean, that's encouraging, yeah, that's right? good stuff. We like, we like those dreams. That's a good one. I can see those. It's like beautiful perfume ads in my mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just think about it. It's all it's the next the Chanel snow. commercial for sure. <laughs> the snow is going spraying up and in contrasting with the red. And there's bunnies <laughs> and their their little noses are going up and down. And Fitz is a centaur. <laughs> Fitz is a centaur. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So, this is interesting. We have never really been told outright what the peeling is about, mm -hmm. right? Like, we right. know that the fool gets sick and has a fever and then peels and it's over. And we kind of have assumed at this point that it just means he's on the right path or something momentous has happened. And it seems like it has been codified. Yes, if that happens, you have taken a step forward on whatever the path is. Um, your path. But it is interesting that she is not darkening. But she already wasn't, like, as white as the usual prophet. But so, she's getting paler now. I know. So it's like maybe she has to get paler before she can get darker. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Does, well, I mean, if you make the wrong decision, do you go a different color? No. That's what I was wondering that because, I mean, the the pale woman never changed. So did she? Did she also have peeling times? But just she never changed. But did she get lighter? So well, also like, was the fool changing at any point in time before like the mountains? Like, oh, like I assume he would have had that yes, at some point because before, he and he wasn't. It. Yes, he says but he wasn't this has really getting before. darker. Well, who knows how light he was? Maybe it was just little bits. Maybe yeah. the more momentous the thing you do is, like the bigger the jump in coloring is. I don't know. I mean, right? maybe he started out clear. I don't know. <laughs> could see all of his bones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or you know, this is a sign that she's going the wrong way, and it's like you know. 
Google Maps, you're following the little <laughs> little blue dot, and it's going the the opposite way that you're supposed to, and you got a course correct. But the, in that case, wouldn't the pale woman have been clear? Yeah. Oh, she was just as white as she could get. Right, because she never changed. Right, she said that the peeling was like a sign that he was wrong. Because. Mm. I also thought it was interesting how sick B got because, like, I remember Boo, like Boo, <laughs> the fool, my Boo, <laughs> <laughs> the fool would get like fever and be like you know in bed kind of sweating it out that kind of thing but like b was barfing and shitting herself that was because that brown fluid i think that was yeah i think there was a well i know that the brown fluid gave her like number two issues but like did it make her barf maybe it just is like a lot of inflammation and then her nose gets runny and then it gets in her stomach and she barfs because that's what happens to me <laughs> you know it's like you're not really sick it's just there's boogers in your stomach well she's eating them so that's why <laughs> oh. <Right? laughs> she eating boogies yeah I just think it's interesting I don't know if it's I don't know at this point if it is a inconsistency in the narrative because I felt like oh so they do know that the change indicates a step forward on a path even though that the pale woman told them that it is indicative that you are making the wrong choices well perhaps that's just what they told her yeah Yeah, Yeah. i think that i mean they wanted her to be the white prophet so bad that they just told her whatever yeah seemed like that i don't know if she's the best example for us to be going off of (laughs) yeah i don't know I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we I need. We just true. need to get to the fool and get some fucking answers for these people clowning around. We need a larger sample size. Fooling around. A larger sample size. <laughs> a larger sample size. Uh, you know, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the uh, the losing color thing is. I don't know what that means. If 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 it does mean that she's made an incorrect choice, why has that never happened before? Why don't they have a an MLA formatted little index card? In the Dewey Decimal System catalog, card catalog of their of Clary's, like why don't they have an entry for that? They um, might. We just might not be privy to it. Oh, so you think that Dwalia, Dwalia, she Dwalia. might know exactly what's going on. Festival. She of might life. know that B is a little fucking liar because of what's happening. Like who knows? I mean, surely it must mean that they have the right person. Right, like that must be a big. Well, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, you know, you're not doing the usual, but you are peeling, and that is good. <laughs> that's a sign. You're not just pale. Well, and it sucks because B doesn't know any of that, so she's just like, okay, I'm paling it. I'm, I'm peeling it. I'm pale. Yeah, you know, that's what happens, you know, when you do... Have you guys ever done the the, the, the masks for your feet? No, you and we're going to stop that conversation. Hard stop. <laughs> Hard stop. <laughs> we are all good. Use your imaginations, everybody. <laughs> Comes off like a sock. Oh, God. Ew. <laughs> I'm going to take my headphones off. You guys just yell I, when, you're, when you're done. I agree. 
All right, fine. I'll move on. We don't need to talk about that. This is trying to relate it to <laughs> real life, okay? And that is not my real life. I'm not doing that. <laughs> so, uh, Vindelier does get tired. So tired. He's so tired. You know who doesn't They're get tired? They're working him a lot. Like, he does not get a break. Well, I, I like this because Thick is is fresh. Thick is napped. Thick has yeah, snacks. He's, he's full up on sugar. <laughs> like the if you're, you know, of cakes. If you go to the track, right, and you're like watching the horses in the warm up <laughs> ring, and you're like, okay, not that one. That one's like too sweaty. That one's you're too. You're talking to ten of our viewers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I'm just saying that thick is fresh. Thick is ready. He's not. He has not <laughs> used himself up. Vindelier, on the other hand, he looks tired. <laughs> Which ten? Which ten? Identify yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Speak now. <laughs> uh, what else happens? She wants her to put it in a book. We know that. She likes that. <laughs> but Wolffather says no. Wolf I feel like B did a good job of fudging it. But I don't think that B can fudge it for hardly any longer. She could just make shit up. Just make shit up, B. At a certain point, they're going to threaten her, though. Like, they're going to know if she's making shit up, and they're going to not be as nice to her. I've got a question for this section and spoiler section. Same question. Mm -hmm. Why do we think that Night Eyes is so active right now and was not with Fitz? In the past 20 years. Because B is more in danger? Because B is made know. up of all three of them. That too. Oh, I like that. So, like, Wolffather left approximately nine years ago. Is that what you're saying? What, what do you mean left? Uh, left where? Left fits. Transferred. I, I wasn't doing that math. I just meant that they all. Or, I guess eleven they all, years ago. They all oozed their soul juice on each other, and then they made a baby. Oh, it's like three God. men and a little baby. I didn't mean that in a gross way. I meant that in like no. a like a they. Please they're... count how many times we have referenced a movie that is older than most. <laughs> that is a classic. That's like Wait, which... that's no, a classic. <laughs> Which movie it is this? The most now? handsome version of Ted Danson. Why wouldn't people know about that movie? Three men and a baby. Oh, not Hellraiser then. Not Hellraiser. <laughs> Definitely Hellraiser. Three, three men and a baby is what we're talking about. Yeah. If you the haven't sequel, seen Three Men and, three a, men and a Baby, you just, just stop listening to us right now. Like I'm. All right, I'm, I gotta hang up. At. Apparently. All right, I'm blocking it off. Bye, guys. You are <laughs> fucking kidding me right now. You've never seen that. <laughs> I've never heard of this movie. What? Ted Danson. Followed by the sequel, either. Three Men and a and Little, little lady. lady. Yes. Oh, the little lady one can go fuck itself. But Little Baby? Oh, I liked it. I like that one. 
Oh my god. It's got It's Steve Gutenberg. Yeah, Steve Gutenberg and Ted Danson. Who's the third guy? Tom Selleck. Yeah, and Tom Selleck. Tom Smoking City. Fucking got the mustache and fire. Yes. It's so good. And this is nineties hard. 1987 actually it's It's three bachelors living in a loft and then they come upon this baby and they have to raise it and it's fucking incredible Uh, what's next i was born in 88 why why do you think i would have seen this movie (laughs) i was born in 85 what are you trying to say i've seen it look who's talking again it's a classic if you have you seen look who's talking steve who's talking was in this baby era Oh, you look different. What happened? I'm dressed. That's it. <laughs> I'm dressed. Oh, the 80s humor. You look different. I'm dressed. It's incredible. That was the first joke <laughs> of the trailer. Oh, oh man. There's like a lady with frizzy hair. It's what does the, the baby look like now? No, I'm going to ask the, the important questions. What does the baby from Three Men and a Baby look like now? <laughs> you, are, you are now kicked off the internet. Exactly. They're our age, so this baby is now 36 years old. The baby is Zach <laughs> It was five different babies. Pick one. It probably oh, really? was. Well, I don't know. Oh, in the 80s, the laws two. weren't that strict. Oh, my God. They did a whole thing. Three men and a baby stars 20... All these years later, yeah, they are our age. They're, they were They were twins. <laughs> of course they were twins okay, they have like babies of their own the ugly as hell it's a girl they're girls she, she ugly as hell no they're very pretty last year they announced that zach efron was going to star in a remake so. no god i <laughs> cannot stand for it also who are his other two co-stars because there's I don't know. three of them He's the baby. For <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's an interesting movie. You guys. I can't I just... believe you've never. I mean, this is like a delightful 1980s. Like, our like... next trip together, we are just renting a home that has a giant oh. television. And Rachel and I are compiling <laughs> a list gonna... of movies oh, no. that are vital to your well-being. And we're just like, it's going to be like a clockwork <sighs> orange style where we fucking tape your eyes open. Yeah. And you just have to watch everything. I will happily watch this one. Please tell me you've seen A Clockwork Orange. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And I read the book. You know, we can't start with three men and a baby. We have to start with, like, batteries not included. No, we'll start with Baby Boom. Then we'll get Baby Boom. See, I was going to say, Baby Boom. Why are so many of them babies? (laughs) (laughs) Baby Boom is is a great movie, but it's not vital to being to life. Uh, Battery's not included. Alyssa, I've already told you that you need to watch that movie. All right, that one I have not seen. It's incredible. You've been told. It's cute. I have. <laughs> what is I'm that writing it down for the third time. Little alien. tiny flying saucer, little baby aliens that about come the down. Gentrification of New York City. And they help this. The yes, it is about the gentrification of New York City. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also about little aliens that come and help these old people run a diner and it's the cutest fucking thing you've ever seen <laughs> and it's hume cronin and jessica tandy yes real life perfection. married couple from the silver screen and they are awesome and that one also <laughs> has a lot of other famous people in it and then if you really enjoy them i can recommend the cocoon movies oh god so, 
We'll Lots let you get off with just seeing the first cocoon, even though the second one's pretty good, too. The second one is so good. All right. We got to move. <laughs> I hope our listeners can recommend something that was newer than 1999. No. 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 Okay. Um, San like Andreas came out in the last they're 10 just, years. You can see that. They're just less <laughs> reference worthy. Ten years. Just like I can't help it if current movies are trash. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they're just all remakes of old movies, so I think we're in a good place. Uh, yeah. I don't even all know right, why we're so... talking about. Oh, because we're talking about the trifecta having a baby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So again, back to Wolf Fool and Fitzdad. Yeah, which one is Tom on Selleck? Which one is Steve Gutenberg? And which one? Uh, the Wolf is <laughs> definitely Tom Selleck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. The Fool is Ted Danson. And Fitz oh, is Steve Gutenberg. You think that Fitz is Gutenberg? The Gute, yeah, I do. The Berg. Okay. Yeah. Mm. All right. Car- is that? I don't know. That's hard. Maybe Fitz in- is Tom Stella or is um is Ted Danson because Ted Danson is very like goofy and doesn't have his shit together. So it's probably Fitz is Ted Danson. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna fool- say. I feel like the most confident one is Steve Gutenberg, and so that was going to yeah. be my pick for night eyes but i understand <gasps> that you want night, night eyes, eyes the cartoonist okay. to be no. the sexy one <laughs> tom so... selleck and the wolf are are together yeah I that get it. mustache I get it. and that fur like fur? <laughs> always take tom selleck the sexy Imagine. one yeah tom selleck <laughs> magnum pi like <laughs> fucking fire we have a giant blow-up poster of Tom Selleck from the 80s, like, at our desks at work. Because oh, <laughs> he was... Uh, oh, I'll send Ashley. you a photo. It's great. <laughs> I printed out a big meme for somebody's oh birthday, God. and we just have had And also, Ted like Danson was also supposed to be the sexy one, although I never really got it with him. Oh, see, I always found him to be very hot. Really? And okay. he's I mean, aged can... incredibly well. I still think he's good-looking. Yeah, he has aged really well. He's all white now. The thing is, you really need to see Tom Selleck in a pair of hot pants, and then mm. you'll totally get it. So uh, tune in next season for our Three Men and a Baby rewatch <laughs> analysis <laughs> podcast. Rachel, what we have to do is we have to go back to our old podcast idea of us watching all these movies and talking about them. The movies I that raised we us. we do. The movies that raised us, we do need to do it. Isn't that a Netflix show? Shit. That's not what we <laughs> called it. I forget what we called it. Yeah, I have it saved somewhere. The movies that made us. There, there's one word different, so it's fine. Yeah, but they talk about how the movies were actually made. We would, we don't care. <laughs> um. All right. Anyway, the movies that let's betrayed move us. On. Let's move on to every episode prompts. We are pack character introductions and exits um whiteout is here and also wolf father <laughs> has arrived i don't know do we get any like new people besides the guards besides crafty and stout mm-hmm. who promptly exited yeah, as well they were yeah. intro exits they were we got Per's mother is oh, the yes. did we get the new butler this episode I mean, he's but, not but, big. There's Dixon, Dixon, and Dixon, Buren, 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 yeah. Buren's day. I guess off, we got basically. them. They're they're not important, yeah. but we got them. Lots and lots of folks from Withy Woods. Yeah, 
so I'm sure they're all really important. Uh, next, also traumatized people. <laughs> yeah. Next up is animal assists. Shout out to Macaroni the Great Pony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Tenderoni, the best of the ponies of all the lands. Yes. Kicking, father. slamming. Into she, things. you didn't no. even have to ask her. She just goes kicking, <laughs> kicking, like boom, kicking shit. Is I love her. You know, remember in the uh, middle trilogy when Fitz was on my was it my black that he slammed into someone? He was like, "We're doing this. We're slamming into yeah. them." And my black was like, "I don't, I don't think I want to." And then he did it anyway. <laughs> Tenderoni would have been there for it. Tenderoni would have been like slamming into him. Yep. Slamming. <laughs> She's the Tesla of ponies. She just <laughs> takes the pedestrians. That's what we're doing. 1.4 seconds. I love that she's a, a palfrey. So she's a small horse. Is she? Right? She's relatively small compared to a norm, no, a normal war horse. A palfrey is still a large animal. Okay, well, yeah. they made a point of saying that she was a big one. That she was a size for sprinting or like like running rather than like a attacking. hunting, like a hunting yeah. horse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a palfrey is a, is traditionally in the use of the word. I'm sorry, I have to put my horse girl hat oh, on. Oh no! Uh, traditionally <laughs> in the use of the word, a palfrey is an athletic hunting horse that a woman would ride. So, not a pony. A big horse for a girl. That's what it's saying. Uh, an an adult-sized horse mean? for a lady. Wow. Um, a horse for women. But not like your, you know, like it doesn't need to carry armor. It just needs to carry a steel-boned corset, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's like, I don't know. I also feel like roan is not a very common, like, coloring I had so to look it up. Even, I was like, I just, mean? I don't even know. What is it's, that? Like red, brown, red? It's they like have a like a brown. Yeah. Yeah, it said that they are like Chesapeake's and Bay's. Are those the same? I don't know. But it has like a speckling in its coat. Like it's, so it's oh. like a. It's a speckle. Yeah. A Bay this just is, means that it has black points. This is pretty. Like and it's then, specific yeah, to like certain types of horses. Like. Alyssa, this is your horse in in Red Dead right now. It's Cinder? Yeah, it's Cinder. Well, Roans Roans come in different (laughs) colors. So she's a red Roan. I believe Macaroni is a red Roan. There's also uh, like grayish kind of black Roans, blue Roans. Yeah, which those ones, I like the gray black ones. Those ones are good looking. Blue Roan is beautiful. And then uh, Mm -hmm. my my favorite is the, um, the seal. I like a seal. The seal. Yeah, cinders are red round. Strawberry. Strawberry. Like, that's strawberry wine. Sorry, happened. It happened. I'm sorry. <laughs> really growing. They're right, cute. So that was that was pony time with Rachel. Um, next up is fashions from Jamalia. Uh, not a lot of fashions. We got some now. assassin wear, which is you know cool. Mm. We got we? shade. We got shade and Fitz like gearing up, putting knives everywhere, and getting on their horses and like That's riding like around. Batman theme. Not, yeah. Not I bet you there were. I bet you there were nipples on the breastplate, the leather breastplates that they were both wearing, just <laughs> like Batman. 
50 batarangs. Does he still have nipples, or is that another old reference? Nips. I don't know. Oh. I feel like that was a Game of Thrones line. Oh. Nipples on a breastplate. <laughs> Useless as that. Yeah. Yeah. I said it backwards. But that's you get newer. That's newer than that's newer. 15 years. <gasps> Am I winning? That's 10 years. Am I winning? Wait, when were those books written? Are we talking TVV book? What are we talking about? TV. Oh, this is a technicality. Was, TV. was that in the books or was that just a TV line? I think it was both. What was season? Because, I mean, Game of Thrones. Season one. And, I mean, when did that come out, though? Useless nipples on it was. Netflix. It was not 15 years ago. It was It was 2011. Yes. Okay. So 10 years. So we're at a decade. So 10 oh, years. Right. Jesus Christ, that's upsetting. <laughs> I know, isn't it? The new Batman does not have nipples because the armor looks like something out of a out of a video game. It's like all like tessellated. Yeah, well. Got like the nipples are points of like like a vertice. Like little LED lights. I've okay. been consistently disappointed with the aesthetics of Batman for quite some time now. The only good Batman is Batman Returns. Done. Done. <sighs> wow. And yeah, that came out when I was in second grade. What? <laughs> well, the cool thing about Batman Returns is I still have all of the glasses that I got from Burger King no, or McDonald's. Don't. Oh, no, I don't. Lost I lost them in the fire. You can buy them on eBay. Buy them on eBay for like. All I know is there is that one guy at Dragon Con who dresses as the Penguin, and I got in an elevator with him once, and I was legit nervous. Because he was so, like, screen accurately spot on. It was uncomfortable. He went, I loved it. I actually went, You're saying the Batman. Roll the maps. Where are we and how did we get there? Well, I feel like we're at Withy Woods and, like, just south of Withy Woods, really. Like, not that far. A couple days sleigh ride. Right? And, I mean, yeah. they're not flying. Well, it's only, that yeah, it's only two was. or three days. Yeah, there's a bridge. There was a bridge. There was a bridge upcoming. I can't remember exactly. I don't know how fast they're going, but yeah, two or three days via sleigh. I mean, I figure on a sled they're keeping a pace, but I don't know. That, but the horses aren't on, like, skis or anything. I mean, Yeah, they are. Of... Everybody's on skis, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> They have little, right, what do you call those thing. little tennis racket shoes? They, they're wearing those. Oh, snowshoes? Tennis, tennis racket snow shoes. shoes? I would pay money to snow see shoes, a horse yeah. attempt to walk in, in those. <laughs> It'd work out great. <laughs> All right, so Fitz and, Ch- Fitz and Shade believe that the motivation for this kidnapping is something to do with Chalced and money and information. Well, or how does I think that they were coming to terms with the idea that they thought B was the chosen son, quote unquote. Hmm. So there's that. But that doesn't explain why these rousters stabbed them. Well, because right? they were stabbing them because of um Shine's mother and father stepfather. Yeah, that's there what are two I unrelated incidents. Oh, okay. That's revealed in this chapter. I can. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Cool. Sorry, I just glazed over that part because I didn't feel like talking about it. Yeah. 
<laughs> so it's just a red herring. Yeah. Yeah, just, no, it, it had, I don't, I don't think it had anything to do. It was a red herring it, for like 0.2 seconds and Fitz was like, no, like the timing is off. Like they're totally separate. And he's like, yeah, you're right. They're separate. But it does justify why Shade wanted to put uh, Shine in protective custody somewhere. Yeah. Because obviously her, yeah, her stepdad was willing to just have her raped, which is fucking disgusting. Yeah. And quite frankly, I hope he gets gutted. I hope he's just standing there and they gut him and he watches his insides fall out. And how fucking stupid are they? I mean, do they not know who Shade is? Like, they know him enough to extort him for money, but not enough to know that he can probably have them quietly killed if they're too annoying. That's what mm-hmm. I don't get. Why hasn't Shade had them killed? I don't understand why they're still alive. Because they're Shine's family. They want to murder and rape her. Or have her rape. Regardless. <laughs> they, I mean, they probably look at him, like, the same as we would look at, like, a senator. Oh, Okay. I would 100% think that any senator would be able to have me killed for a very yeah. long time. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, they don't even have TV. Like, it would take a while for that news to spread. And then you don't know about accuracy. Like, I would just have him killed. I don't, I mean, he's a killing machine. It's what he's done his entire life. Just fucking take him out. That's true. And it doesn't even seem like necessarily the mom. Maybe like he could possibly keep the mom alive because really I think the true monster is the stepdad. But I'm sorry. What is Joe? Joey, what is this? Open it. Just open it. Oh, I have God. to wait through the ads. Okay. You gotta open it. Hummel and Gray win the U.S. National <laughs> Snowshoe Championship. This is what, what this do they is what do? The, this is what the next uh, few chapters will look like. Oh, they just run in like little little elf shoes. They're snowshoes. They're little baby they're snowshoes. Like, yeah, they're like little. That's what they look like now. They're athletic snowshoes. <laughs> okay, new wow. new drawing assignment. <laughs> Way to make running even shittier. Make them run through the <laughs> snow. Look at them go. That's awful. This, weren't we talking about walk, don't run at some point? Walk, don't run. Walk, the... don't run power walking to oh yes where would you rather so, walk walk don't run was Cary grant's last movie and uh... it is about speed walking in the olympics i vaguely remember did that, that not make it did that not make it into the we talked about this i know we did we did not talk about this on the show we talked about this at another event we, we, it wasn't on some other unrecorded event <laughs> <laughs> it was undocumented oh no well, now yeah. document. Uh, Cary Grant's lat. I mean, I mean, yeah. It's called Run, Don't Walk. <laughs> no, it's, it's called Speedwalking. Walk, Don't Run, and and they and it's about you know the kind of speedwalking where people like go to the mall and like wiggle their hips and like go really fast. It's yeah. it's that. There's yeah. rules. There are rules. Your foot can't leave the ground at all times. Although with modern imaging, I did a deep dive into speed walking <laughs> modern, modern imaging. imaging with modern imaging they know that people's feet do entirely leave the ground so that's not actually it just has to be visually look like your foot one foot is always touching the well ground. that's not hard trash though they should have to one we have the intelligence to where they should be wearing shoes that can tell pressure points and like make sure that their foot actually is touching the ground at all times one of their feet and they should have to do that like 
I was watching like a lot of videos and there are some people whose technique is extremely questionable. Like they're just straight up jogging. Bullshit. But it looks like they're not. But it looks like they're, you know, it looks that like they're shit. jogging like that in the worst shit. way ever. That like the shit. the least effective jogging. jogging. However, what I've decided is that given my bowed leg <laughs> just one, my... you just have one bowed leg. One is more bowed than the other. And given that, and And my soft cartilage, my soft cartilage, I think I might be like an ideal race walker. Like, I think I could do it. I think I could go all the way. That's a lot of physical activity for you. (laughs) It's just walking. Yeah. It's just walking. It's just famous last words. Look, I'm 100% sure I can keep both feet on the ground. At all times. So. <laughs> I don't know if that's something to brag about. <laughs> <laughs> and stay still. My oh, feet are yeah. always touching the ground. Not, both of them. They never leave the ground. Walking. It's <laughs> it's the com- it's the Comic Con shuffle. Yeah, I can do uh, yeah, that. Right? That's it. I got all this practice and years of practice. So, <laughs> speaking of people destined for greatness, Fitz Misery has a moment. The return of Does Fitz Suck? Let's rate him on a scale of one to five, one being the best and five being the worst that he could possibly be. I feel like he was um, not sucking in this section. He helped people recover their memories and deal with their traumas. He um, got to promote a new stable keeper and a bird keeper, which is really cute. And he got to strangle somebody, which yeah, really he did like get to he strangle that guy. <laughs> yeah. That is, yep. So he's he's it. at like a one, yeah, one or a two. I'd right. say a I think one. He's... I think that's just as good as Fitz gets. He's <laughs> playing to his strengths. Yeah, yeah. He he killed. I mean, it's not a rampage, <laughs> but he killed. It wasn't full on berserker, but he did shut down. They commented on how, like, you know, when he goes berserker mode, he blocks everything out. People can't skill with him, and that did happen. He's out of retirement. He's coming back. <sighs> I'm proud of him. Uh, I have a, a, a. We just got an email from one of our listeners. Should oh I God. save it or read it? No, read it. Read it. Breaking read it. news. All right, let me finish. Let me finish every episode prompts. So the next one is buzzwords. How's B doing? So we know that B is peeling. We know that B is. Her tum tum seems to be a little better. So that's good. And that she is having dreams and the dreams are good. They're angling towards good. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't know that, but. Well, I know. I feel that that's good. And she got a tasty little booger snack. So, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Just like that episode of Farscape where the witch makes them all eat her own boogers. That's a great episode. Sometimes she's Um, got to eat a boogie. Okay. So this is an email from Kat that says... uh, This is mostly for Joey's middle management comment. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. Hello. (laughs) Uh, Joey's middle management comment for Clara's is spot on. If I had a drink, I'm pretty sure I would have choked on it. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I think that the Barren Islands is the place... So we were talking about the map for an extremely long period of time. Yeah, I heard. I listened to the episode. Great, great time. Yep. Uh, Quality content. Yeah. (laughs) 
Cat proving that they listened through the whole thing. So I think that the Barren Islands is the place where Althea skinned all of the seals in the crazy tempo when yeah. she was pretending to be a boy to get the sailor experience. Oh. Oh, oh that place. So it's like, you know what I would like? <laughs> you know how you can get those Lord of the Rings maps where everyone's like paths are like mapped yes. out? I would love yes, that for this. Like, where did everyone go? Get on it, map people. Yeah, a little bit really harder because cool. some people are teleporting, but you know we could figure that Man, out. Man, that is a tough one. Uh, the Russ says, and lastly, as a good '90s kid, I listened to all of the eight minutes of silence, hoping for a secret track, but nothing happened. Was there eight minutes of silence? Was there? Uh, no. In our in our show. Yeah. Not unless it, it was it after it's... spoilers, because I listened to I listened to the episode today up until spoiler section, and I didn't hear anything. Oh man, that's a great idea. But well, wait, I don't know. Just, Let me go maybe, check that out and figure it out. I mean, there was there was one episode that had like a really long thing at the end of nothing. The one that I wasn't on that I listened to. What was at was the it? end of it? Nothing. <laughs> that was satisfying. Because I was like, so I was like, wow, this episode is really long. And then I was like, oh, there's like twenty minutes of nothing. Twenty right. minutes. No. Uh, I don't remember okay, how much it was. But all right, but it was... so. You Rachel have to needs tell help. me when you find those things. Rachel needs editing help. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm apparently going to be reviewing this last episode uh, for large. Yeah, it could be an Sorry, could you be listened an for eight minutes and got nothing in return. <laughs> <laughs> I think she probably accomplished a whole lot during that eight minutes. Uh, probably. Yeah. No, what happened was I probably accidentally deleted a track and didn't know I did it, and was like cool it's done and exported it so i'll try to fix that uh, i don't know what happened with the episode that jenny is talking about i'm gonna go look at yeah, it yeah send it to me see. i'll fix it uh that's it thanks for letting me know that i suck <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday i didn't have to do it uh, this podcast exactly. is free. Let me remind you all. The best part about is editing free. everything is that I don't have to do it. So whatever you do is great. Um, Rachel, you can do whatever you want when you edit those. You, you can even... tell that I read that live on air. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as she hangs up, she's going to go into a panic mode of trying to find these secret eight minutes. <laughs> secret eight minutes. Um, okay. I bet you it's just at the end of it. Hopefully. Because that's what, I, what it was on the other one. I remember cutting that off. We'll see. Um, anyway. That's it. That's all I got. Are we done? Anything else that we want to say before we move into spoiler section? I want us to... And I know that Rachel and I don't have a great track record on this. And I see you and I hear you. But I'm going to ask you to give us a second chance. I think we need to get together on a hangout. And watch Three Men and a Baby together. <laughs> <laughs> we have a bad track record of going to watch Three Men and a Baby. No, we have a bad track record of making you guys watch movies that we think are incredible. Because let's face it, you guys thought Home for the Holidays was not good, and I, I, I already watched that movie like three times. Yeah, year. it's it is what it is. However, <laughs> this one is. 80s superstar amazing and i feel like we're gonna get a lot out of it so i'm just gonna <laughs> propose I'm that down. idea 
we'll draw all these parallels to our, our to Fitz and the Fool and Night Eyes while we're watching. And if it. anybody wants to to whip up some fan art of <laughs> Fitz Fool <laughs> and Night Eyes as the three guys from Three Men and a Baby. Oh my god. Put a little oh, mustachio oh on Night Eyes. Oh Jesus. Reminder for our next reading section, it'll be Fool's Quest, chapters 17 through 20. We are taking a week off for the holiday, so that will not post for you until the 10th. Uh, yeah, January 10th. So this is our last episode of the year. Happy holidays, happy new year, and we will see you in 2022. This has been Bucky Bradio. You can email us at buckybradio at gmail. Let me know when I've added in huge just <laughs> <laughs> just nothing unintentionally yeah we're gonna mm. we're gonna call it crowdsourced editing we like to um, give our listeners time to reflect okay <laughs> that was a meditative planned white space kind of situation i mean what i do appreciate cat is that it was like yeah i thought it, that you you went you you kept up the the charade of of it being on purpose yeah yeah uh for me for my own for my for me for my it wasn't an email that was like hey you fucked up, fucked up so dude. which i i really appreciate one star anyway, review yeah. <laughs> I am Rachel. You can find me on the internet at Darth Rachel. And please just let me be ignorant. Okay, bye. I'm Melissa, and I'm online at AlyssaMainer.com. I'm Jenny. You can find me at Faceless Prey on Instagram. I'm Eli, and I'm at Chewy Bread Cosplay. I'm Ashley, and I'm on Instagram at Ladybird Parker. And I was Joey, and I am the Uncanny Robot. Next up is spoiler section. Yes. Spoilers. We're just going to we're going to cover what Eli said and then we'll be done. Oh, okay. did I say something? I've already forgotten it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> About my eyes. <laughs> I love it. All right, smoochies. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. So present with B in this time, except and not. I, I don't know present. that I have a theory. I was just I was wanted to pose the question because I thought that it was evident at that point in the books that it's like okay, well, why wasn't he hanging out with Fitz all these? Because Fitz was boring. Because Fitz was boring. I think I think that is I think that's fair. Um, I wanted <laughs> to point out in the spoiler section, which I've just now remembered. Um, because I just finished the books that yeah. when he goes back to get Keddie to go check on him before he dies, basically. Mm -hmm. And she, he says that, uh, yeah, Molly was okay, I guess, but you're the gal I would have chosen. 
Yeah. And I think that maybe he probably just didn't like. Yeah, I, <laughs> it was it wasn't super jazzed about <laughs> what was going on. <laughs> Night Eyes is the reader. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Night Eyes is anti Molly. I think that he was just hanging out with B for like the most part, like just. I mean, maybe. Life. Yeah, but there were several years. There was before uh, there was B a was long born. there was yeah. a long time. I think yeah. I, I don't know. They seemed like they were a pretty like uh, horny old couple. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. But yeah. Uh... <laughs> wow, I hate this. Night <laughs> eyes is like uh, the same. That's what night eyes said. <laughs> yeah, I, I I mean yeah. I think I think it's more to do with where it's just like well. That's what Hob was writing about, and like, how do you write about a ghost wolf? In those, I mean, he like comes out when there's danger. He comes out, but it seems like yeah, he was just kind of like sleep napping by the fire for that like for like thirty years. Yeah, but it's like at the end of the book, he is talking all the time. Thank he's, God, he, he's there the entire like last half of that last book. Yeah. Like a character, he's a character. He's, that's what we deserve. It's what we deserve. <laughs> Can you imagine that whole section without night eyes? Because no, yeah, be... well, Fitz would be dead before. Well, band. that's true. That is yes, but I wonder if it would have been like a DNF for me. I I don't think it would have. I think it would have powered through just because I care so much about these characters. But I would have been like, I miss night eyes like every other page. Yeah, I mean, like imagining that last that last bit bit of the book, it just fits like coughing up worms and like dying slowly on in front of you, like without night eyes and, I mean, without everybody else, it would have been agony. It was agony, but <laughs> I'm just you know I told myself I it's funny that I was like yeah let's do this reread because I told myself I would never read that book again. I just because it just hurt too much. It's like I wanted to know, and I liked the, and I was like, okay, I was at, I'm at peace with the ending. But yeah, it was so hard to read. I mean, to be fair, it's like the last, like maybe ten chapters. Of, yeah, out of fifty. But it... yep, crying on the plane for four hours, good times. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was rough. Oh, you get the dragon Dragon's blood in the blood. next. You guys, I got I got this dragon's blood eye cream, and it is really working. <laughs> I smear it right on. I don't even need contacts anymore. Damn. <laughs> Do your eyes have a golden glow? I wish. Maybe more. I'll just keep doing it twice a day. <laughs> it's, I don't, it's just, it's like, why would you call it that? It's not even red. I don't know. I feel like the person who made this packaging <laughs> reads these books. Yeah. It's just it's eye like cream. Blush. <laughs> it's eye cream. This is called Dragon's Blood eye cream. The only conclusion. The yeah. The only logical conclusion. Be a sponsor for this podcast. Yes. I don't even know what the brand is. It just says Dragon's Blood on it. Uh, Tintaglia made it. Maybe. That'd be so great. How many more chapters until Kel Kelsingra? Uh, too many. <laughs> oh, so many. <laughs> All right. We'll um, I, th I, I don't think it's till next book, right? 
No, it's this book. It's this. It's the end of this book. Yeah, it is the end. I mean, they've got to. He's got to chase the, chase the whites for a ways, and then fight Alec and. Yeah, this this is the Kelsinger book, and then the next one we get Paragon. Paragon, yeah. Yes. That last book, so. I mean, like in true I'm hot trying. fashion, that's where like all the traveling and all the stuff happened. Well, at least in the last book. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, the last. I think the third book is definitely like more enjoyable. Not well, not more enjoyable <laughs> until the <Right>. end. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's just more. It's like reunions. There's like more characters that pop in and out. And I mean, even the first time I read it, I didn't know who half those characters were. Well, yeah, I was like anticipating this boat, and I was like, I don't even know what this boat is, but I know what this. Oh, I knew it. I knew what the boat was because i I had read the book. I had read the boat books. I had not read the dragon books. No, I know, but I hadn't read either. Yeah, yeah, same. Because <laughs> I remember her I mean, saying, "Like, oh, you should read the live ship books if you want to get the get this book." And I was like, "Well, I better fucking read them." We've got like several chapters at the end of this book where they. We've got like a hundred skill users, and nobody can guess that maybe it took them longer to travel through the pillars than, <laughs> than normal. <laughs> that maybe they might be stuck in the pillars. Oh man! Well, because they're dealing with they're used to dealing with competency, not not our. But folks. like even even like Fitz, who has been stuck in the pillars in the last like <laughs> the last book. <laughs> Just in this past book, it doesn't realize it. It's so funny. They're not known for their intelligence. And they get attacked by a bear. That's cool. <laughs> right. Wow. Stuff I'm like barely remember. Well, I look forward to continuing the chase, much like Fury Road. Maybe if we had uh, the same soundtrack. It would be a little bit easier for me. Oh, I want to rewatch that. But see, that's that's been that's that was 2015. That was yeah, yesterday. There we go. There's our <laughs> one. There's our one reference. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I win. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. All right.